Hi, I'm Megan Hillica, a grieving mother turned grief coach. I now support, guide, and offer tools to navigate the unthinkable of child loss to other moms who also know this pain. I help you go from empty, lost, and broken to learning to carry your grief and live alongside it. If there's one thing I want you to see, it's hope. Hope that there's life after loss. Hope that there's so much more for you and encouragement that you're normal. All of this is possible along with never forgetting or moving on from your baby or child. I'm holding on to hope for you until you are ready to hold it yourself. Welcome to Grieving Moms Podcast. Hey there, welcome to another podcast um, on Grieving Moms Podcast. This is Megan Hillica. I just went to start recording my episode and my microphone got broken somehow, so I have to get a new microphone and I'm recording this on my computer, so it's not going to sound as great as my microphone does, but we're just going to do the best we can and yeah. Okay, so today's episode is I want to talk about what went well this year and um, what didn't go well. Um, I debated doing this episode because, like, do you really care about what I share about my life or in grief or in the grieving moms community? I, I just am not sure, but I actually love to hear from other people on their podcasts um, that I listen to. So I thought that I would share this with you, do this kind of exercise for myself and share it with you. And then I would also encourage you to take some time and reflect on the year for you and notice what's helped you this year, what went well um, with you and supporting your grief, what was hard. And obviously there was grief in there, but to take a moment to notice how you have survived, how you've made it through this far. Taking a moment to see how far you've come and then if it feels right for you to think about the year to come. Where do you hope to be on your grief journey or in your life next year? And what steps do you want to take this year towards healing, towards learning how to live? Like, who do you want to be? I know that this can be a very painful exercise especially if you're newly grieving, because it's hard to imagine a future um, or a future you without your child. So do what's in your capacity to do right now and leave the rest. Um, The thing about taking some time to imagine who you want to be and thinking about your future self is that it can help you take the steps towards what you want in your life. Even if you imagine what you don't want, like For myself, when I was newly grieving, I knew that I didn't want to end up in a divorce. I knew that I didn't want to be like another person that I had seen in my life whose light kind of went out of them and they never seemed to get it back once they knew grief. I knew that I didn't want to have panic attacks all the time or be unable to care for my kids because of my mental state and health. Um... I knew that I didn't want to be in deep grief forever. Those were things that propelled me towards healing, towards doing the hard work, um, towards finding people, books, resources, podcasts, and everything I can find to help me along the way. So do this exercise and however works best for you or whatever you want, or don't do it at all. Though 
Nothing comes from just learning and not taking steps to actually applying it to your life. So I would encourage you to do something if it resonates with you. Okay, so what worked for me this year? I'm not necessarily going to separate out personal, business, grief, whatever in my life. I'm just going to share what comes up for me. And it might be any of those things or something else or whatever it is. Um, and it, it's just kind of what comes up for me. And it's not going to be all inclusive either. It's just this is what came up for me when I made this list. So the first thing that worked for me this year was that we got to travel most of the year in our school bus. It was so amazing. We got to see so many different states, explore with our kids. We got to spend so much time together as a family, um, getting a ton of time outside, learning how to communicate in a small space, <laughs> which is, it can be kind of challenging, and meeting tons of new people along the way. I truly can't even sum up how this experience has been though after a while like right away it was so new and then after a while it starts to feel pretty normal and I know it's not normal at all and most people will never experience anything like this so I often soaked in the experience and kind of the pinch me that we're living this dream like it's no longer a dream but a reality and that has been pretty incredible the second thing is grieving mom's haven so at the beginning of last year of 2022 um i had grieving mom's haven it was a thing that i had created but i didn't know exactly what it entailed like i had tapping in there i had meditations in there things like that and i had live calls but over the course of the year, the vision of what Gravy Mom's Haven is has solidified and come to life for me. And it's truly a healing community and space for Gravy Moms to come to either heal in community or heal in their own space if that's what they want. I found throughout the year that this is where I can put my best energy and how I can help the most women. It's been eye-opening and I love how it's just morphed and changed and just gotten better and better throughout the year and how I will keep pouring energy into and hopefully it will continue to grow and expand and help more and more grieving moms find the proven and effective tools, resources, knowledge, and community that they are looking for. So this year, you'll continue to hear me talking about Grieving Moms Haven. And honestly, if you haven't tried it out, Come join right now when you go to gravymomshaven.com. You can sign up for a $1 trial for your first month. And seriously, you need to try it out because it can help ease the pain of grief in ways that are hard to describe until you experience it yourself. Um, my number three would be my relationship with my husband. If you've been married any time maybe you know this maybe you don't I don't know this is just my experiences some years are harder in marriage and some years are not as hard some years are better and this year for my husband and I though maybe we've had a lot of hard moments we've had moments of rough times and fighting and stressed out situations in the bus um <laughs> we often tell people that in the bus there's nowhere to hide from your problems you just have to deal with them because there's nowhere to go there's nowhere to hide. If you're crabby, you kind of ruin the mood for 
everyone in the bus. There's no way for you to get away from that. So you kind of have to deal with it. But I feel like our communication, our relationship, our willingness to support each other and the depth of our, our relationship has gone to a whole other level. So it it doesn't necessarily mean that our relationship was amazing the whole year, but through this whole year with some conflict and some amazing things, like the depth of our relationship has been so great. Um, I'm so grateful for the moments that feel really good and when we feel really connected because I definitely feel more centered in my life and really able to deal with a lot more harder things when we are on the same page. And I know it's not always this way and it won't always be this way. This is just a natural ebb and flow with the relationship. Sometimes it's amazing and sometimes it's harder. And I feel like it's been a good year for us. Um, number four is the ways that we celebrated and remembered Aria on her birthday and death date this year. Um, they were different than what we've done previous years, obviously, because we were traveling in our bus and we were by ourselves and it just was so different um, in so many ways. And so on her birthday, we were on a beach in Louisiana completely by ourselves and we happened to visit another family who was also living in a schoolie and she shared with me that she had a child die at birth. And so that was nice to be able to visit with them and have some connection and communication with other people who kind of understood it, um, you know, on her, her birthday. And then on her death date, we were in Utah at a cabin by ourselves with just our little family. And it was absolutely incredible. So those days and times, that time of year always brings up different emotions, um, can bring up sadness and pain and longing and whatever emotions come up. That time on the cabin truly brings me memories of gratitude and peace and joy. It was such an amazing weekend that we got to spend together, remembering Aria in a beautiful location. And that's just kind of how I think about these holidays and think like they can be so amazing and beautiful. I remember when Aria first died, I thought that um, the holidays would never be good again or like Memorial Day weekend would never be okay again and what I found is that it can that it's not the same we don't we don't necessarily go camping with you know a billion people just like how everybody else does but this weekend has changed to something so beautiful and special for us that we spend in our own way and it's just been really really amazing and number five, I feel like I've truly begun to understand the power of feeling and allowing yourself to fully move through an emotion on a deep level. So this is something I talk about all the time. I've shared about this before, but that when you're changing your thoughts to try to change that emotion, um, you're just changing or ignoring the emotion that's trying to come out. This year has deepened and strengthened this for me that when I allow myself to feel whatever it is even if it doesn't make sense that that will help me process and move through the feeling and thought a lot quicker than if I just say something like oh that doesn't feel good what's the thought there or like noticing what the thought is oh I'm thinking that people are judging me okay so now I'm just going to change my thought to people are not judging me and I should be good right 
but I totally bypassed the feeling part. So does that make sense? Like you cannot skip the feeling part of that. I continue to teach this and share this and experience this in my life that allowing yourself to fully move through your emotions without judgment, even if they don't make sense, is the best way to ease the pain of grief and really help with not cycling or getting stuck in any emotion, be it with grief or any other experience in your life. Okay, so let's move on to what was hard and what didn't work. Um, the number one thing was trying to juggle everything that we are doing all at the same time. I always want everything to feel um, good and like at ease with everything. That's like my, my natural thing is I want everything to be easy. Um, and it's not. It's not always easy. And there's that, you know, there's no such thing as work-life balance or balance in all areas of your life. But my husband and I were in Utah and we were driving along the road and I got so overwhelmed with all of what I was doing in my life, what we were doing together and not feeling like I was being enough in any of it and not being supported in it and oh, just overwhelmed. And my husband was like, Megan, how many other people do you know who are both growing businesses? They're raising a family of six kids. They are trying to stay connected and married as a couple. They're traveling the country and wanting to sightsee along the way and visiting people every other day and doing this all at the same time. And I realized that I was having really high expectations of myself and of us, and I still do. And sometimes I have moments of overwhelm and sometimes it's easier. But this has been by far the hardest challenge for us in the bus. Um, that we we didn't do everything, you know, one at a time. We're kind of doing it all at once. And we don't have any outside help with babysitting or anything like that. That's not even an option when we're traveling in the bus. So everything we are doing is us and our kids and trying to figure out how to balance it all and or juggle it all or I don't know what you'd want to say and the hard part is that I want to do everything like I choose it all and there's nothing I want to get rid of but this is something as we're heading out in our bus again soon that I will have to be mindful of and see like what I can let go of so we can continue to enjoy our travels and stay connected as a family and really just enjoy what we're doing. Um, keeping like growing our businesses and like me pouring energy into this um, for it to be something that I want to do and that's enjoyable and comes from my heart um, rather than coming from like stressed out place. Um, just really trying to like how do you do all that and and keep your sanity and so that's definitely something that we we continue to talk about and to continue to reflect on like how can we let things be easier what can we let go of that kind of stuff number two is not having a coach has been really hard for me this year um this year especially just felt more challenging with different things that came up um and it's been hard this year I didn't have anyone to talk to about my business um, to talk about my emotions and process through them and that made everything I do a solo process and journey and I kind of put this on myself too um, I didn't really talk about it but when you're doing something like what I'm doing it can be a very isolating journey 
because nobody really gets what you're doing. Um, I don't have many friends doing something like this. I now know a few people personally who have podcasts, but when I started, I was the only one I knew who had a podcast. So that kind of thing. It's just, it just can be really isolating when you don't really have anyone to talk to. So this year, I really want to find a coach or a mastermind to be a part of that. I could have that kind of support and be around people doing a similar thing as me. Um, that's just kind of something I'm, I don't know how it's going to happen. I don't know how it's going to work out. But that's just my intention for this year is to find that place or that person that I, is kind of the next stepping stone for me to support me on my own journey. Um, and the third one. I only have three for these. I know I had a lot other, you know, I of course have other things, but this is just what came for up, up for me now. But this past fall was really hard. Um, I don't know if it was just first trimester of being pregnant or what. I, I just kind of lost all my energy. I was so tired all the time. I felt really depressed. And with that, I kind of fell out of all the practices that I know helped me. So this is kind of the reason... I also thought it would be good, would have been good for me to have a coach or someone like that in the time to help me focus on what helps me. But anyways, I stopped doing meditation, journaling, tapping, breathwork, yoga, moving my body. It was all so hard to do. I just felt so heavy and depressed and just kind of really didn't have any ideas. Um, like normally, it's not hard for me to talk on the podcast and just really be super excited about helping you all and creating content and support and putting things into Groovy Mom's Haven. And it just felt kind of hard um, to do all of that this fall. And recently I've been able to ease back into all my tapping and meditations and it just feels like the sun is starting to shine in my life again, which feels really good. And I know these mindfulness practices really help ground me in my life and keep me focused on where I want to go and keep my energy. I don't know how to describe it, like keeping my energy where I want it to be, where I can keep stay in a state of like processing my emotion and coming back to like maybe hope and excitement and joy for my future. I, I don't know if that makes any sense, but there you have it. What went well this past year and what didn't go well? I'm sure there are a lot of other things that went well and things that didn't go well. Um, I just didn't write anymore. That's that's what I have for today. But I'm not sure if you like this kind of episode or not. In fact, I would love to hear from you. If you message me at Cultivated Family on Instagram, let me know what types of episodes you enjoy more. Like, should I have more guests this year? Should I share more of these types of episodes? Should I do more solo episodes? Or is the mix good? I'm super curious to hear from you. Um, it's just, I can, I can just share, you know, from my heart and the things that come up for me. And I'll continue to try to do episodes that supportive to you and your grief journey and really helping you process your emotions, know that you're not alone, and just learn how to live with this weight of grief that has come in your life. Um, if you hear any banging, that's my kids, just letting you know. Um, they, they are being really loud up above me. But anyways, if you're like the moms I've talked with inside of Groovy Moms Haven, 
Maybe you're also breathing a sigh of relief that the holidays are over. Unless you have an anniversary day or something like that coming up, maybe you aren't. But I just want to send you a virtual hug and some love. Your life doesn't always have to be this huge roller coaster of riding the huge emotions and crashing and getting through the holidays and finally getting to the other side only to start again next year. I know right now it may feel like that and you might be like, Megan, you don't even get it. Like, there's no way this can change. But again, take a moment to imagine what you want your next holiday season to be like. And do you want it to be like this past year? Or do you want to put in the hard work with healing this year? So maybe next year it will be lighter. Because it's possible if you want to put in the work. It truly, truly, truly is. And I'm saying this from my own personal experience. And I hope you'll borrow my belief in you for a while if you don't believe me. Until next week, my friends, take care of yourself the best you know how. Bye-bye. If you like this podcast and have found it helpful, I want to invite you to come check out Gravy Moms Haven. This is my monthly community for Gravy Moms where you can learn positive coping mechanisms, find a safe space with others who understand, and learn lifelong skills that support you as you learn how to carry this weight of grief in your life. There are group coaching calls where we do guided meditations, tapping meditations, breath work, and just talk, knowing that everyone in the group is also walking the path of child loss. You can come check out Gravy Moms Haven at www.gravymomshaven.com.